And now, Wolf Bites Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic. Hey guys, what's up? It's DJ What The Heck here, and I got another edition of Open Mic. And today, my guest is Mahalo. Thanks for coming on the show, man. You bet, bro. Thanks for having me. What's going on where you're at right now? Oh, just hanging in there, man. It's uh, another sunny day in Santa Monica, California. And uh, probably going to get some lunch after this. Nice. <laughs> what, what's your go-to like lunch place around there? Um, Italian food, man. Oh. Italian food, yeah. My, my, my family's Italian, so I'm all about pastas and, you know, that's that that's the jam i got some pasta that i am about to prepare after this interview i am a huge fan of italian food and i love me some pasta what would be your favorite pasta dish mm, it's a good question man you know I, I i do like a good bolognese yes um you know just keep it keeping it standard but uh I, I, I've been getting big on the pesto tip lately man throwing some pesto in there and you know that's just it's good. It's good. I've tried pesto many a time and it's like, okay, pesto sauce over pasta. I think I'm going to like it, but then it's just, I don't know. Something just doesn't quite do it for me. Yeah. Some people, you know, it's really hit or miss, you know, people, some people hate it. Some people love it. Um, for me, you know, I, I think there was a time when I was kind of iffy on it, but it, it's grown on me, man. It's grown on me. Well, if you ever come to Raleigh and do a show, I'll have to start researching some seriously good pasta joints to hit up. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that, bro. Right. I'll get, I'll work on it then. Well, um, you're based in LA, but you grew up in Hawaii, which is very interesting. What was it like growing up in Hawaii? Hawaii's great, man. Um, it's a cool place. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's very different there in terms of living there versus, you know, the standard vacation and stuff like that. You know, living on an island um, comes with certain benefits and, you know, certain ways of life uh, that, you know, as I got a little bit older, you know, with music and stuff like that, I had to transition out of there. And um, first thing that came to mind was, you know, coming to music school um, in L.A. You know, the L.A. is the, uh, you know, the epicenter, I feel like, mm -hmm. of of the music world. And, uh, you know, I came here for college and went to music school and have never left. Nice. So you must really enjoy L.A. I do. I do. 11 years now, man. So it's, uh, you know, it's my home. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, uh, let's see, you grew up in Hawaii. If you had to recommend one thing to do there, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good question, man. Um, depends on what, you know, you're, you're into, but, uh, you gotta go and try some of the local food, mm. you know? For me, some of the local food there is still my favorite, um, next to Italian, of course. Right, right. Uh, yeah, man, you know, a loco moco, got to get down with one of those or some musubi, you know, that's uh, that's the vibe out there, dude. I like the sound of that. Maybe you do uh, one day like a mahalo bar out there and you open up your own joint. <laughs> that could be cool, dude. A luau every day, you know. Exactly. It some hula dancers and you know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and maybe a little pinch of italian food as well as well yeah yeah a rotating dish you know what exactly. i mean exactly exactly that'd be solid 
well, you mentioned it. It's kind of epicenter of, of this EDM side of things. You think LA and you think maybe New York as well. Maybe not so much Hawaii. What got you into the EDM side of things? Um, my dad, actually. Um, my dad and my uncle were involved in some like promotion stuff mm-hmm. uh, and radio things on the dance side um, when I was a kid. So I grew up listening to a lot of mixtapes and albums and stuff from people like Christopher Lawrence and DJ Dan, Groove Armada, you know, a lot of a lot of the electronica stuff and trance and, you know, all sorts of different vibes like that, that I just loved it when I was a kid, man. Um, It really grabbed my attention. And it wasn't until I went to my first event that um i was like damn all right that, that's that's really what i want to do but i dabbled with it before that even you know i remember when i was a little kid eh, not a little kid but like a 13 year old kid um I, I bought sony acid which was i think it might still be around but it's a daw um and i was making like you know little little edits and stuff like that well before i knew anything about production or music theory or anything so it's been something that I've been interested in for a very, very long time. Um, and yeah, I'd say my, my, my dad and my uncle really deserve the credit for getting me into it. Was there any time, was there a time where you might've thought doing a different genre of music or meddled in a different genre of music? (laughs) Yeah. Well, funny enough, when I first started DJing, um, I started DJing when I was like 16. Um, and I didn't really do, too much production at the time and i i dj'd hard style music <laughs> <laughs> i was a i was a little raver man nice um big show tech fan maybe yeah dude actually i traveled to show tech's first american show ever awesome uh, here in california it was in san bernardino um this must have been like 2009 or something like that and uh yeah, went to their first American show ever. I, I loved hard style, dude. But as I got a little bit older, I um, I got a club residency. And, you know, in a club, you don't really drop hard style. Um, right. not, not really. <laughs> so I started, um, you know, I had to build up a, you know, a collection of uh, house music and stuff like that. And that was when I really started getting into that. Um house music really started to grab my attention once, once I got that club residency and, uh, you know, I just got bit by the bug and love it. Loved it ever since. It's good. It, we house music, hard style, I'm trying to think like maybe even some trap in there as well is always, it's, that's a vibe. <laughs> talk about some of your tracks now i think a good starting point would be your track so cold which was dance radio number one in number in 2019 Uh, just tell me how did that track come about um that track came about so dlmt and i met at miami music week 
I think in 2019, it might've been, no, maybe it was 2018. It was 2018. Uh, we met at Miami music week and, uh, we're like, yo, like, you know, let's, let's work on a track together. And, uh, at the time my managers were in the UK and they put us in touch with this girl, Lily Denning. Um, and, uh, that track came together like real quick. And, uh, so it was it was a collaboration between all three of us, and uh, it really took off. It was really cool to see, you know, what happened with that song. It really kind of, uh, you know, sparked a bunch of stuff for the Mahalo project, um, which was, you know, st- still still it's still going, man. That that track, mm-hmm. I you know, I still get people talking about it and asking me about it, and you know, we're talking about it right now. Yeah. multiple years later so so uh, it's been a really you know monumental track for you know the mahalo project and um you know we love to see it yeah one of our favorites here on the station as well so we love it we love it i'm begging you to hold me like you want me because you're putting on a show i'm not watching anymore now tell me that you're sorry if you want to make believe Another one that's been a big one was Not Watching Anymore, which yeah. was number two on Dance Radio in April. And actually, well, here's spoiler we do a year end countdown every year on our stage. And if the year ended right now, it's sitting number one on our charts. So maybe it'll be there. It's got to hold for another three months. And the way yeah. I play it on my shift, it might just be there. <laughs> but, well, that's awesome to hear, man. You know? <laughs> got number one somewhere yes it's got it's got to be somewhere but yeah, just tell me about making that track um that one was cool the, the vocalist her name is sissy smith um and uh she's she's fantastic um that track you know is more of a sort of a like a breakup song and uh is a high energy song that you know i wanted to do something a little different which was you know, a, a lot of the music that I make is, you know, a little, a little more edgy and deeper and, you know, um, that one's very high energy and, uh, wanted to do something in that lane. And that was the result. Um, really happy with how it turned out and it, it was amazing to see what it did. Um, you know, number two is, uh, still, still nothing to bat an eye at. So I, I was, I was happy to, to see that. And, uh, you know, still, still love that track. Just listening to it a minute ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I think the um, the cool thing I saw with this, it was one one of your Instagram posts. You were standing in like some car dealership, and you were like just standing there, and then all of a sudden that track comes on, and you're like, oh, I need to buy from these guys now. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I remember that, man. Um, that was really that was really cool. I didn't buy a car there though. oh (laughs) yeah yeah it was it it was a tough call you know i'm playing the track you know that's a that's a good way to get me to buy a car but uh Hmm. didn't work (laughs) what's that feeling like when you hear like some of your tracks on all these different places or just on radio it's really cool to hear it when it's like 
totally unexpected. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. doing some day to day, you know, monotonous task and like suddenly your song comes on, you know, the speakers overhead and you're just, it's, 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 it's a, it's a good feeling, man. It's a good feeling. It's like, you know, sort of makes you feel as if all the hard work is definitely worth it. You know what I mean? Like if it's making its way into, you know, day to day life like that and not just, uh, you know, on your own Spotify playlist or your right. friends and, you know, stuff like that. So it, it, it's great, man. It's, it's a, uh, it's a great feeling. Well, maybe before too long, this next one's really going to start being heard everywhere because I'm loving it. Your latest track, nothing matters. Um, tell me about making this one. Man. Yeah, yeah. So that one um, collaboration with these guys, Bloodline, um, who are fantastic vocalists. They've got a you know a really moody sound on that vocal there, um, and it's it's a track about you know that the addiction of a person you know and the the feeling that you have for somebody outweighs everything else you know um so that that was a uh a special sort of you know memento that we wanted to capture in the song and i I think i think it's encapsulated pretty well through the vibe of the song and the vocals and um you know i'm really excited about the the release of that one um and how it's doing we love it as well and i'd be willing to bet that all these tracks we just discussed so cold nothing matters nothing matters and um not watching anymore you could catch on the mahalo show you can you can each and every one has been aired on there at least once um and probably will continue to be um (laughs) over the years but uh yeah the mahalo show is something that we or i i guess with the help of my my team Mm -hmm. um started uh, earlier this year and, uh, we launched it with insomniac and, uh, it's my monthly radio show. And that's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. Um, didn't really know how or where to begin, you know, previously, but after a lot of hard work, we got it done and, uh, I'm, I'm loving doing it every month, man. It's a, uh, it's a real, it's a real great way to spend your time and showcase tracks that, you know, you're loving and um, just get the vibes out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where, where can people go to listen to this? You can find it on uh, pretty much, pretty much everywhere. Like, you know, we, we, we air it on insomniac and then um, so insomniac radio. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it's uploaded into like Apple podcasts and uh, SoundCloud and Spotify too. But I, from what I, from what I want to remember, Spotify takes it down every week. Mm. So you gotta, you gotta like re-upload it. We learned, we learned this from another artist about how to get, because the, they, they don't want like music podcasts on Spotify for whatever mm. reason. So they take it down. So you gotta like re-upload it every week, but you can oh. find it there too. Um, if you're quick. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. 
Well, let's talk about some uh, some of your upcoming shows. And it's it's actually hard to believe it's going to be October in like less than a week or a week and change now. I know, man. This, this year is flown by, huh? Yeah, I guess kind of make it up for last year, Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got, um, you're going to be in Chicago October 2nd at the Spring Awakening Festival. Yes, sir. And then also this Freaky Deaky Festival. What a name. Um, October 30th in Houston. Just kind of curious on, uh, do you have like a pre-show routine you do? Eat pasta. <laughs> Eat pasta. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Got to get those carbs in, man. Um, but, uh, you know, it depends um, in terms of the pre-show routines. You know, I try to do a little bit of like, you know, mindfulness and stuff at the hotel or in the green room sometimes before I go on. But for the most part, just wing it, dude. You know, <laughs> most of the time, you know, we're coming in hot and right. it's like, you know, you're getting there into the city and then like, you know, checking into the hotel and then going right to the venue. So um, a lot of the time it's just minimizing all the stress of the traveling and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, just trying to get in the right headspace to go up there and perform. Um, but you know, it's what, what I signed up for and I, I love it. So right. is there a, uh, like, how do you know when you have like the crowd is like really into what you're up there doing? Um, in layman's terms, man, when they start going, whoop, whoop, you know, <laughs> uh, that's when you know you got them. Um, but yeah, you know, I try to read the crowd and, you know, see see what everyone's feeling. And that definitely helps in terms of like knowing which tracks work and which ones are, you know, maybe uh, not the best live. Um, but it's great to test. It's the best feeling in the world when you're testing out a new record that you haven't dropped yet. That's um, like maybe you're even still working on and the crowd reacts great. That's a fantastic feeling. Right, right. Well, you got those shows coming up. And other than those shows, for all the Mahalo fans out there, is there anything else maybe in the works going on or is uh, the main focus on those shows for right now? Uh, there's a couple more shows. Um, got another show in Indianapolis coming up um, October 9th or 8th. Uh, sorry, I, I should know the date. But it's, it's, fr it's the Friday after Chicago. I think it's the 8th. Um, and that's with Steve Aoki. Nice. Um, and then I'm in Gainesville, Florida um, on Halloween. Mm. So that should, that should be cool. I always love a good Florida show. They know how to get wild. Right. <laughs> yeah. When, when you're with Steve, uh, try maybe not to get pied or something. He's, he's known for that. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The cake. Yeah. 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 I'll maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too big on getting caked. So uh, might have to sit that one out and let, let the fans take, take the hit right. for me. But now if he, if he gets up there with a bowl of pasta, now that's a different story. Dude, I'll get pasta any day, man. Any day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Mahalo, this was awesome, man. And again, thanks for doing this. This was great. Yeah, dude. Thank you for having me. Uh, and once again, thanks for all the support on Wolf Bites. Uh, love the station. And, uh, you know, I'll uh, keep listening. Awesome. I we'll love it. Well, thanks for doing this. And uh, it's DJ What the Heck once again for another edition of Open Mic. And I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>